Hey everyone, and welcome back to Rice and Shine, a show looking at life through the perspective of three Asian American teens living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm Lauren. I'm Sophie. And I'm Ava. The week that this airs is Valentine's Day week. And not all of us are in romantic relationships, so we thought we would talk about things we love in general. And we have a lot of things to love that are beyond, you know, just friends and family, of course. But we kind of wanted to get into some random hyperfixations we have, so... I think, yeah, where to start? I think Lauren should start. This was oh, her idea. She kept oh. saying hyperfixation, and I was like, what does she mean okay. by that? So where do we want to start off? <laughs> what was a good jumping off part point? I think we start with my favorite singer-songwriter, Andrew Hosier Byrne, and that is Hosier. Oh, there's for, a full name. Yeah, <laughs> I see, yeah. I see. Dropping first and last. But, I don't know, this is one I'm waiting to talk about on my other show, Love Letter 2, because I know this episode will take forever, but I just kind of want to talk about him because I think he's so great. I was listening to Brittany Broski's The Broski Report. Oh my That's gosh. another thing I love. And she was talking about how, she, like, she loves Hosier because he's commenting on social issues um, in a way that a lot of artists today aren't. Um, which I think is great. He's also just a really great lyricist. I don't know. Just go go listen to some songs and you'll 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 understand. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I I'm not the best one to start this off with because like I have to get impassioned for me to really spew information out. But that's one one person who I definitely love for Valentine's Day. Hmm. Okay. When you said something about like clever lyricists and stuff. This is going to sound really weird, but guys, have you heard of J. Cole? Yes. Yeah. I did. I think he is a clever lyricist. I think he, okay, so he does rap songs, right? But here's the twist. He doesn't rap about things that other rappers rap about. Like, a lot of his songs are like, other rappers are rapping about, like, women and blah, 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 and, like, cheating on each other, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, nobody sings about love anymore. Yeah. And then he sings about love. And I think it's so cute. It's like, because mm. I like the rap genre. I think it's like, I don't know. I think it sounds good. But I'm not a big fan of like, you know, mm, well, explicit lyrics in the way of like derogatory and yeah, like, very, like putting women down. Yes, misogyny. That's the word. And I think J. Cole's really clever because he takes the rap genre and he does something different he sings like important stuff he has this one song called like better than yours where he sings oh, about like his life and how everybody you gotta love your life oh or wait something. isn't it love yours oh love yours something like that i don't listen to it a lot because it is kind of like seeping into the corny realm but i like that he's like rapping and singing about stuff that i like too and like stuff that i care about with wholesome lyrics and you know it, it's like feel good rap and you don't really get that anywhere else. For mine, <laughs> I think there's quite a lot. So yeah, I'll, I'll take us back to the beginnings of Ava. And oh. Uh-oh. I think we kind of know. I had a super big hyperfixation on cats for of like yeah. the first, what, like 12, 15 um, years of I my life? To what day, about perhaps? 17 perhaps. years of your life? Perhaps. But anyway, um, I had like my first cat, Cleo, back when I was like five. And then ever since then, like... I was so fixated on cats. Like, my dad's office had this, like, encyclopedia of the cat, and, like, that was my favorite book for, like, oh my gosh. solid wow. five years. And then for Christmas one year, I got, like, a newer edition of the encyclopedia. So, like, I memorized that thing. Like, wow. I knew I so much. And then I started, like, writing this, like, file of, like, 
Ava's top secret files, memorizing every single scientific name of the cat.、Whoa. And then I think people who knew me in elementary school, I used to wear cat shirts every yeah, single day. Don't forget middle school. Oh, middle school too. <laughs>、um, we've we've departed from that phase, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I, whenever I get into something, like I go like deep. You know what I、oh, mean? Oh yeah,、like、you got it. Like. Yeah, it was crazy. I knew like so many scientific names of the cats. I knew like so many facts. Can you drop some knowledge right now, please? Tell us about your current cat, its scientific name, and like some fun facts. So the like the domesticated cat is like Felis catus, and、mm-hmm. then like、mm, the lions,、this. yeah, the lions like Panther Leo, and then for cheetah, I like these. I learned when I was in like third, second grade, so these are、wow. probably all pronounced wrong. But like cheetah is like a Sinonyx jubatus. I still remember.、Wow. That's crazy. And then,、uh, like, yeah,、huh. there's a lot. So that's beautiful. Wait,、yeah. Ava, I have a question because your middle name is Cleo, right? No, okay. Everyone thinks this because、oh, my because my email、yeah. is Ava Cleo Yay, but Cleo、oh. was my first cat's name. Exactly. Because、okay, I was like, who came first, Ava the child or Cleo the cat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I I remember there's like this book series I read when I was like a kid that was like Cleo the cat. So like when I saw、oh, yeah. my first cat, like you're like, like you knew that's my cat. Like that's Cleo the cat.、That's、I still、so、have、cute. the books like in my the back、Aww. of my closet. But yeah, that's adorable. Ava kind of looks like a cat too. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't say like she looks like one, but she like I don't know. It's kind of like the, the things you love. You kind of like radiate that energy.、Mm, yeah, yeah. It's like she's got like the feline eyes. What are you、right. saying? I, I don't know、Am、about I this. Am I right? Okay. Well, okay. Has anybody ever heard of like a cat eye? Yeah, like she has that going on. Oh,、uh, what's it?、Oh, okay, like, well, moving on. Well, moving like you、on. know how people say they look like their pets. Yeah,、oh, I think yeah. that's true. Palmer. Oh, but the thing is, this cruel twist of fate. I became allergic to cats when I was like, <laughs> actually. Yeah, I'm like allergic to cats.、Wow. Like I can hardly touch my cat、yeah. sometimes. Really?、Oh, yeah. So sad. Sad, but anyway. <laughs> but yeah, can we like scientists of the world? Can you like hit up our DMs and tell us how allergies develop? Yeah, like how did I, I go、that. from like fostering kittens and having like so many cats you, like, in my house? Because you were living with them too. Yeah, until like one day, like no. Wow, that happened、Question、to me,、mark. but with kiwi. That happened to me with、yeah. dogs. Like, why、Whoa. did that happen? Yeah. yeah, what the heck is wrong with us? Okay, scientists of the world, please. Yeah, DM us, Rice、yeah. and Chai Podcast. Please, yeah, Rice yeah. and Chai Podcast. Yeah, let us know. We need to know.、Mm-hmm. Shall I move on to my next one? <laughs> yes. I have two time periods that I oh, love them.、Oh、love、gosh. those guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, elaborate. Okay, my two time periods are the pirating age and the Renaissance. Oh, the Renaissance is a okay. Good one. Thank you. I love that. So hopping on this train, <laughs> I've always <laughs> loved pirates. I've always been so fascinated by them. Anytime someone's like, "Oh, what age would you go back to in history?" Pirating、mm. every single time. What would I be if I could be anything? Pirate instantly. Um and everyone's like Lauren, like why would you do that? That's dumb because you are a woman. Like they would have probably killed you. Yes, but you know, I did read the Encyclopedia of Pirates, similar、okay, to how it was、okay, reading the Encyclopedia、yeah. of Cats. There were some women pirates who went undercover as men, so then they could be pirates. And I think that is so awesome and cool because you're like you know you're sailing out on the sea. You're with your buddies. There's a cat on、Getting、board. Getting scurvy. No. Okay. Here's another thing. I knew a lot about scurvy too, and like <laughs> having scurvy was always like a primal fear in, in me、mm, as a child.、Okay. Like I was having a conversation with my family about this, and they're like, Lauren, like, what are you talking about? Probably from this pirate encyclopedia. I was like, guys, I need to have this vitamin C. Like, or else I'm gonna get scurvy. Like, guys, this is a serious <laughs> danger.、Um, so scurvy isn't really around anymore unless you're like. Really going through it, so I love the pirates. I wish I could be one real bad. Realistically, would it go well for me? No. Lauren kind of looks like a pirate. 
Loki, Loki. That's going to be my thing that I say every yeah. round. You okay. kind of look like a blank. Okay. Um, but also, I think this was also informed by watching Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. That's mm. the best movie. Also, Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland, always my favorite. So there were a lot of factors going into my love for pirates. Love them to this day. I'd be a pirate if I could. Yo-ho-ho. Yo-ho, <laughs> yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. Mm. Next time period, the Renaissance. We have both the Italian Renaissance and, you know, like, the Northern Renaissances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Italian. Um, because we learned a lot about these in world history, and I was just, like, I was mesmerized by this. Every time I'd be like, this is crazy. First of all, the art coming out of these places. The art. The so art. So good. So good. Like, and it's stuff that's, like, actually relevant to today. Like, not to say, like, stuff in, from history isn't relevant, but it's, like, one of the things <laughs> where you can actually see, like, its influence and its impact because these art pieces are really famous. So it really, like, put that creative outlet into history class for me. Um, and also, like, just watching, like, a lot of, like, Renaissance period, like, films in that class as well. I was like, okay, these dresses are incredible. Like, you know, I don't know. Just something about... I love a good period piece in general. Not really Victorian. But if you if you give me either a pirate period piece or a Renaissance period piece, I'm sad. I am sad. Also, the show, the show called The Artful Dodger, this is a period piece set in Australia, in, like, colonial Australia. So freaking good. <laughs> Everyone, go watch it right now. It's on Hulu, and it's starring um, Thomas Brody Sangster from The Maze Runner and Maya Mitchell from Teen Beach Movie, and they're just, it's an enemies to lovers, of course. And oh, this, we talked about this one, me and Lauren in the car one time. Yeah, it's so good, because... Okay, I I won't walk you through the whole plot, but this is another thing that I'm loving in life right now. Um, I highly recommend it. Go watch it. So Lauren really likes her eras. I love, yeah. I mean, like, the more I learn, the more I'm like, dang it, I should (laughs) have been there. You were born in the wrong generation. I was born in the wrong generation. Hmm. I don't share that same passion, I'm going to be honest. Also, another thing that would be bad if I were a pirate and or in the victory, or in the um, <laughs> Renaissance, I would be also like another thing when people are like, "Oh, like, would you win the Hunger Games?" No, dead immediately. Let me tell you why. Oh my. Okay, First wait. Of all, I'm so confused. <laughs> what does that have to do with? Well, no, because I was saying how people are like, "Lauren, why would you want to be a pirate?" Um, because I'm a woman and like they wouldn't like me. But like another fact of that is like if I were on like the high seas or like you know just in these older times. I'm diabetic, so I would die. Bye. <laughs> I would be dead. No. I'm also allergic to dairy, so some of these rations wouldn't oh, be suitable true. for me. I, I'm dying left and right if I were to go back in time. But that does not stop me from fantasizing about being a pirate on the high seas. Yeah, Lauren, you have a lot of restrictions on you. I ya. do, but not restricting my imagination, though, no. I can envision you as a pirate. You kind of look can like too. one. You look like one. <laughs> Have you heard this song by Pink called We've Got Scurvy off of the SpongeBob SquarePants yes. soundtrack? She's played it for me we before. We've got scurvy. We need some vitamin C. <laughs> Honestly, a good lesson, though. Right? If only people just had some oranges. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring us back down to earth here. <laughs> Dragons. <laughs> no way. I Since we're talking about like our childhood obsessions, I wasn't sure if it was like right now. I'm but... talking about everything. Okay. Everything you've ever loved. <laughs> to all now. the things I've loved before. Like, yeah. <gasps> that's what we should call that episode. Oh, yeah. Literally. Wow, okay. that's beautiful. Okay. I know. Anywho. So I had a very large dragon phase, and let me let me tell you why. 
The movie How to Train Your Dragon is, to this day, still my favorite movie. I love the movie. And the other ones are, like, good, too, I guess. But, like, <laughs> I, guess. I was into all of that lore and all that stuff. So I I dug in. I knew, like, every... Okay, I know you're, what you're thinking. Guys, I know that dragons aren't real. I'm talking about, in this extensive franchise, what I know. You know? I mean, one man's pirate is another man's dragon. So I say go for it. Speak your truth. I'll speak my truth here. This is one of my deep, dark secrets. Actually, Ava, you knew about this, didn't you? Probably. Remember when we went to we went to a Lego camp together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we okay. built, so good, so good. So good. We built, like, there was this Lego camp on island, mm-hmm. and so much fun. We, like... Made our Lego... Yeah, like, we, ha- we made, like, Lego dragons and stuff, but, like, this isn't stuff that you can, like, buy in a Lego set, apparently. Like... yeah. It was, it was like it was like special. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. have just built it myself. So I dragged Ava along with me and we made Lego dragons. That's incredible. So good. So I basically knew everything about every single type of how to train your dragon. What's your favorite dragon? Yeah, well, drop some knowledge on this. Okay, us. come on. The back or the... <laughs> it's obviously the Night Fury. Oh, that's everybody's that's like favorite. Okay, fine. But come on, like it that's like saying like like oh my favorite color is red. Like no it's not. We all have the same favorite color. So stop lying. You feel? Yeah. It's like people saying they don't like pirates like and now you're lying to <laughs> yourself. <laughs> like I know you're lying. It's like people <laughs> saying, "Oh yeah, I like pre-calc." Mm. No you don't. That was a terrible class. Anywho, I'm getting off of track here, but the point is pirates to Lauren are dragons to me there we go and that was an awesome period of time in my life i was obsessed and i i watched the how to train your dragons number one again on the plane like a couple months ago and i cried so wow (laughs) it just hits so deep it's like i can't just watch that movie on a friday night no i have to be in like the right headspace like i can't Mm. just watch it no i have to like really watch okay. it. Okay, no, I get that. I get that. Yeah, it's like it's like some songs you can't like just casually listen oh, to. Oh, yeah, 100%. You have to like immerse yourself and listen to it. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about that. Major dragon phase. I wish they were real. I Oh, I was talking to Lauren about this like a, a bit ago too. I collected dragon figurines and Wait, I like, still have an extensive... Specific to like how to train your dragon or just like No, dragons? just like cool looking dragons mm-hmm. in general like that's what I would get every Christmas. There was, like, we were at Michael's, me and Lauren, for something, and I, like, walked down the aisle, and I was like, oh, <gasps> I see these dragon figurines. And I was like, oh, I have this one, I have this one, and I have this one, and this one. So She was listing it off. Like, she had an extensive collection. I have a very, very extensive collection, which, like, like everybody in my family knew. They were like, ship her some random dragon figurine. <laughs> She'll love that. So I still have that collection. Hopefully they gain value someday and I can sell off my trinkets for a lot of money. There you go. That's my plan. Ava. Take it away. Talk to us. So we're kind of going chronologically here. First, it was cats. Mm -hmm. Then it was Beethoven. Oh. And let me walk you guys through this. Yeah. So I, like, started piano when I was, like, five or something, mm-hmm. and, like, I, when I was, like, six or whatever, I don't know, something around there, 
my piano teacher had us do like group theory lessons mm-hmm. and i remember like for the first theory lesson like all of us were running down the stairs it was like group theory lessons right and i got there first and my teacher is like okay ava you get to choose which composer you're going to do a report on and like <laughs> personally me she read off the names it was like mozart beethoven bach something like that and i was like i don't know any of these so i chose beethoven and i remember my brother and all his friends and all of my friends were like, why would you choose Beethoven? Mozart's so much better. And I took that personally. Personally, oh, yeah. I had no idea who these people were. But I was like, but that's someone I chose. So how can it be bad? Right. So I basically went on like a Beethoven campaign. And wow. I wrote the best essay. I named my like email, Beethoven is the best composer ever. I don't care. Wow. Um, and I was like, yeah. So... I was like all into Beethoven. Like I memorized all of his birth dates and death dates. That is so I can weird. Now. Yeah, please do. He was born December sixteenth, seventeen seventy, and died March twenty sixth, eighteen twenty seven. Wow. Born in Bonn, Germany, died in Austria, Vienna, and like, yeah, Vienna, <laughs> Austria. Anyway, Beethoven <laughs> was like <laughs> my thing. I had like every time for my birthday, like I would want to play Beethoven, and I for like. Christmas, I got Beethoven statues. I have, like, two of them, and I have a mini figurine. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and I also have a Beethoven shirt. Oh and I my. went to the Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, or maybe it was the Ninth. I think it was the Ninth Symphony for, like, Christmas one year, and I brought my Beethoven statue with me. Aww. And, like, when I went to my mom's friend's house, he had a Beethoven statue. I took a picture next to it, naturally. That's oh, incredible. my God. So, yeah, Beethoven was my hyperfixation. I listened to, like, so much Beethoven. I remember I would... Like, in sixth grade, I would download the Wikipedia, like, sound files. I think Sophie was with me when <laughs> yeah. I did this. Oh, I yeah. I remember yeah. this. The Wikipedia, like, because the school has never <laughs> let us play music because there was no, like, YouTube access. I remember. No, like, that was so funny. So I would go on Wikipedia <laughs> and look at, listen to the sound bites. That's like, incredible. Yeah. It was awful. I remember I was like, ooh, life hack. So I tried it with, like, a <laughs> pop song. It did not work. It didn't work. Yeah. Oh, so, so that funny. was one of my fixations. <laughs> wow. I still live, laugh, love Beethoven, but I've been exposed to others, so. Do you yeah. still believe he's the best composer, and do you and still I not don't care? care. <laughs> <laughs> no comment, no comment. Okay. Oh, wow. No comment, no comment. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Mm. Well, moving on, I was, you know, looking through, you know, my phone, et cetera, and as you all can tell, when I like something, I like it very, very deeply. Mm-hmm. Like, my entire, like... Everything about me needs to, like, know everything about it, like, the instant I enjoy it. So, you know, Pirates and the Renaissance have been, you know, long appreciated things. Hosier is a new appreciated thing as of, like, last year. One very newly appreciated thing, Io Adebri. This Ooh. is, so she um, is in The Bear. But she was also, okay, let me walk you through her lore. Like, I just... Okay, everything about her is just so awesome to me. Like, she went to NYU, and she started off as a teaching major, and then she switched to comedic writing. She was like, these kids are mean. Um, So she switched to comedic writing, and then with her um, roommates and friends from school, then she started doing stand-up comedy, and she got this Comedy Central special that she did with her friend Rachel Sennett. Um, Rachel Sennett, she's also become a person in film. And so they... We're working together, whatever. Then Io, her first, like, big team. She was writing a bunch of stuff. She wrote for, like, um, the Emily Dickinson show. She wrote for Big Mouth. Like, just these random, like, single episodes of these big shows. Um, and then she uh, starred in The Bear as Sydney. 
um, who's I also love that show so much. That's another favorite show of mine. Go check it out. Also on Hulu. Um, and she in that show, like some people say she's an overactor, but what I need you to know is that she's doing that because she's coming from a stand-up comedy background. So when you're a stand-up mm-hmm. comedy, you have to overact everything. And like her like internet presence, like I think the way she carries herself is very, very funny. Like I just really want to be like friends with her. And if not that, I need to become the next Iowa debris. I mean, just like because she went from this like career that she found herself discontented in and she switched it around and went the complete opposite way, doing what she loved and being really successful at it. Like she's winning awards and she's, you know, like she's, I don't know. She's just like, I think she is the modern celebrity to me and I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Something I've been loving lately <laughs> is when... <laughs> We're waiting. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Lauren started this. She rolls down a window in a car she's in. She goes, Hey, I saw you crossing the street and I really liked your vibe. No, no, no. I went, we were getting lunch together and I walk up behind. I like go to the bathroom. Okay. I was like, oh, Okay, I'll be right back. I go up behind her. I'm like, Excuse me, young lady. I saw you from across the restaurant and I really like your vibe. <laughs> it's such and then a good I did bit. it one time we were driving from this restaurant and she was in a different car and I rolled down the window of the car I'm like excuse me young ladies I, re- I saw you from inside this car and I really like your vibe so start using that one on your friends it's a good it's one it's so funny the other day I was leaving the gym and I like I was with somebody and so I when I pulled around my car I rolled down my window and I go hey I saw you from across the gym and I really like your vibe I think it's such a good bit. Loving just doing different bits. Okay. It's so funny yeah. to just, like, be so silly. Right? I agree. And I think that one's really good. I think it's really funny. It so is. So maybe I have to start doing that more. I think you do. <laughs> I just like, like, the like young lady. I yeah. Think that's funny. <laughs> right? <laughs> excuse okay. me, young lady. Okay. Ava, excuse, next. Me, excuse me, young lady Ava. I saw you from across the studio, and I really want to know what your next hyperfixation slash thing you're in love with is. Ooh, there's, like, so many. Okay, my next one, Doraemon. <gasps> yes! So, as a child, I would always watch Doraemon. Like, it was, like, the Mandarin version. Nowadays, I've heard that it's been banned in 50 countries for being too stupid. What? However, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe maybe that's a lie. Maybe that's a lie. But anyway... I've always like watched Doraemon. Like it was either like the you know how like it's different. There's a movie Doraemon, and then yeah, there's, like, there's the, the show oh. and there's the manga. So like recently, I had a resurgence. Like this kind of ties into my hyperfixation of like stationery and like Japanese stationery. But one day I saw that they had like limited edition mild liner pens that had Doraemon like designs on them, and you know I had to buy all of them. So like I have Doraemon as my like screensaver. For one Aww. of them, I have. As you should. Yeah, but like I feel like Novita, who's like the, the guy, the boy, yeah. embodies so much of me. He's super lazy and doesn't do anything. <laughs> I do not. You kind of look like Nobita. him. <laughs> oh, Sophie, stop! I do not, personally, I do not see you and think of Novita, but no, but like I feel like he's kind of like my spirit animal. Like if I didn't, like if I didn't do what I did, I would be Novita. Okay. And like, okay. like deep down, that's yeah, you. deep down, that's okay. me. And I just love the movies. There's this one movie. That I love the most. I think it's like Nobita and the New World or something. It's where they go <laughs> to like this like prehistoric times because he gets mad that his mom is telling him to do homework and everything. Of course. Oh so he gosh. runs away to prehistoric times and like they make their own <laughs> civilization for themselves. And like my hyperfixation in general is just like 
shows and like media where the kid runs away from home. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Ava. why, but I just love it. Like I remember loving reading like the mixed up files of Miss Basil Frankweiler, whatever, because what it was about of course these like two kids who ran away and like lived in a museum. And then like I love. I just love shows. I love Home Alone because he oh, ends yeah. up running away from his family. I love this Ava, one. I think no this is kind of telling. <laughs> it's like concerning, which I have no idea where the basis is from because I love like my family and I love my home. But for yeah. some reason, Ava actually doesn't uh, like to go outside too. Yeah, so. I don't like to go outside, but I just wow. love like imagining like what could have been. Well, on that note, I think this kind of ties in very well to my next one, which is Sanrio slash Hello Kitty. And this is something I've been raised on. I've been a Hello Kitty girl from day one. I mean, growing up, you know, Japanese American, Sanrio is in your blood, whether you like to admit it or not, it is. And so lots of Hello Kitty stuff throughout my childhood. And then one day, my um, nanny's daughter... She gifted me this fluffy, fluffy cinnamon roll uh, manga. And I was like, oh my gosh. Let me lock in. So I read the entire thing in one night, of course. And I'm like, this is incredible. This little guy, he's so cute. He's like a little dog. And he has this, like, he's his little gang of dogs um, who come from the sky. They come from heaven, actually. They descend down from heaven and they live and work in this little cafe run by this girl. And they're all named different things. So, like, there's cinnamon... Uh, and they're all, like, named after, like, Cafe Adam. So, there's, like, Cinnamon mm. Roll. There's Mocha. There's Milk, who's the baby. Um, there's Cappuccino. So, like, I was all over it. I love Fluffy Fluffy Cinnamon Roll. And just Sanrio in general. Like, anything with Sanrio on it, I'm instantly buying it. Yeah, I just love Sanrio. I love Hello Kitty. I have a giant Hello Kitty Squishmallow. I have two giant Hello Kitty Squishmallows, actually. And a Cinnamon Roll Wallet. Like, I just... Sanrio, when you see it, you should think of me. There's, like, something about, like, your favorite, like, characters which makes you buy something that's, like, right? on it. Like, for Doraemon <laughs> stuff, like, I need to buy anything with Doraemon on it. Lauren is a woman of many faces. Oh, you know mm-hmm. me. A renaissance woman, if uh, you will. Yes! Oh, you will. You All right. Hmm. Okay. One hyperfixation I have, speaking of... TV shows, I guess. I really like political TV <laughs> drama okay, slash thriller. Oh, okay. Slash, I thought yeah. you were going to say, like, just, I love political, I like, like controversy. I love political discourse. <laughs> <laughs> no. I like TV shows. I've mentioned this in a, a prior episode, but I really like the episodes that are, like, a political piece, if you will. Since we're, you know, she's got her, like, era, what are those? Time period? Time period? No, you said like oh, something oh. peace. Period peace. <laughs> period. That's what I have going on. Political peace. So <laughs> I recently I'm into Madam Secretary. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, There's the diplomat, one's... the bodyguard. I kind of like these ones where it's like the stakes are kind of high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like mm-hmm. there's drama. There's love. Naturally. There's politics, which is like, mm. I just like the the government stuff because honestly, I don't really know how the government works, which is odd. But anyways, I like these pieces because a they make me feel smart. B I like the kind of like dangerous vibe, you know. Like I kind of like the episodes where like mm-hmm. one of them gets kidnapped or something, <laughs> or like the on the edge of your seat. I like those high stakes situations, and it just makes makes everything so fun. And on that like kind of the same, I like 
horror shows, kind of. Like, have you watched You? No. No, but I've heard it's It's creepy. It's really scary. So I haven't watched any of the seasons except for the last one. What? Which what? I watched. How does this work? I watched yeah. with my friend in Santa Barbara, and it was so good. Mm. It was just like, I was on the edge of my seat. It's like, oh, you think it's this? Oh, just kidding. And then there's a huge plot twist. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that stuff. Like, just like... TV shows that have me anticipating the next episode. Love it. But I have one more to add. Mm -hmm. Miraculous Ladybug. (laughs) I love this show. Okay. I guess it's loved past tense, but that's just, that feels a little unfair. I, I love this show and like the, the, the concept of it. Mm -hmm. So like if we're talking about our children's shows, Basically, there's Ladybug, a superhero, who's actually Marinette, who's just a normal girl with a normal life. Of course. And then there's Cat Noir, but he's just Adrian, this, like, model guy with rich parents. Well, a rich dad, his mom died, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. It's like a love diamond, almost. It's like a love trapezoid. With themselves? Pretty much. So, like, basically, Adrian's here, and he's in love with Ladybug. Because he's Cat Noir, and he goes with Ladybug, right? But then Ladybug, who's just Marinette, Marinette has a crush on Adrian. But Cat Noir has a crush on her, and then it's like, oh, my gosh. It is... I've (sighs) seen so many memes about that. Me too. Yeah, like, I've never watched it, but I'm, like, invested. I remember, Sophie, you were trying to be, like, an undercover stan, because one time I was was like, oh, yeah, what's that word that starts with a C? And you're like, oh, cataclysm. And I was like... No, that's not what I was looking for. Like, that's kind of random, too. And you're like, oh, I just heard about it from this one show. Like, I don't know. I just heard about it this one time from this one show. Because, you know, like, there's a show with this guy, and he says, like, Cataclysm or something. But I don't know what show There is is no way. (laughs) Yeah, you were. And you're like, oh, yeah, I think it's Miraculous Ladybug. And I was like, oh, I think I've heard of that. And you're like, yeah, I, like, I don't know. I've never watched it. That is so funny. That is so Okay, yes. I was a closeted fan. Okay. (laughs) Give me time to come out of my shell. But... Now that I'm I'm free, I'm out. I'm out of the closet with my love of this show. I think it's really like a cool premise and I'm confused as to like why nobody else has done that idea yet. Like two superheroes, but they're just these people and then this one has a crush on this one. Do they ever just... find out? Um I'll leave that for you to find out. Oh Dang my it. god, yes. darn it. I'll have to watch it. Yeah, I also, guess I'll have to jump I, on the train. I haven't finished the show, so I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm too scared. But I'm sure it's like oh, let me search it up. No, don't well, spoil it. Ava, it's your turn now. Yeah. I would go on the theme of, like, TV shows and, like, childhood stuff. Okay. There was this one show that I used to watch religiously when I was a kid. It was this, like, Swiss story, but I think it was, like, Japanese-made, like, animated or whatever. There's a but lot then going on here. I think Wait, is I had, like, no, and then I think I had, like, a Chinese, like, sub dub thing she's mrs international yeah but it's like heidi and it's like about this girl who goes to the swiss alps with her with her grandparents or with her aunt who's like ditching her with the grandpa and she like just has a fun time like being free in the mountains and like befriending the goat herd and like she goes yeah it's like it's such a great show like it just brings like such comfort vibes you know whenever (laughs) i'm like having a bad day or like (laughs) Not too happy. Like I'll just play it, and it's just it's just great. Google says Heidi is based on a true story. Yeah, I've heard it's a true story, but yeah, it's like great. Wow, solid. And also, 
Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> of course. Uh, cra- like a crowd classic, you know? Of like course. I watch Phineas and Ferb like to this day. Like I feel like I've gone through all like whatever amount of seasons they have like like five, six times already. Like I can like oh. sometimes I'll be like like listening to in the background and I'll just like start unconsciously like quoting what they're saying like in real time. <laughs> That's incredible. You know? Like it's like crazy. Like I'll know what line goes next. So like Wow. Uh, I love Phineas and Ferb. I think it's just so clever and I've learned so many things from Phineas and oh Ferb. Oh my gosh. Such as. <laughs> like it's so okay. So I remember like there's this one line where it's like, Oh, let's stop her hiccups, but they made it like let's stop the involuntary contraction of her diaphragm. So then I knew what hiccups oh. were. And then there's also this bit about like anti disestablishmentarianism. Um <laughs> what? <laughs> and they were like, Oh, like because they were saying it's a disease, but then someone was like, No, it's actually more of a political like ideology instead of a disease. Yeah, Phineas and Ferb had some like really random, like it would Moments be like nonsense, wisdom. nonsense, nonsense. All of a sudden and then, it's like, like the smartest. The most thing you've profound ever thing. Like yeah. once you really start like getting into it, like, oh, it's wow. so good. Shout out Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, love um, that. Hopping on the media train, I'm going to give two films where it's like, I can watch these every single day, every day. Best films. Because, um, you know, like, I do, once again, let's reestablish myself as a film girly. I'm planning on majoring on in film and media studies. So, mm. like, yes, of course, I know, like, whatever, these big directors, whatever. Um, um, <laughs> oh. I have a letterbox, you know. I've I've been around the block, if you will. So yes, I do have these like more important films that are, you know, good to watch, but you can't watch them like just for fun. But the two films I could watch every day, never get tired. Sophie, I think you can guess one of them. Does it start with a descent? No. End? No. It starts with the ten things I hate about you. Oh. Yup, that's right. Ten things I hate about you. Greatest rom com known to man. I, I think one point in sophomore year, oh, I was like, sophomore year, I think we've established possibly worst year of my life. So I think at one point I watched that movie three times in a week because nope. I was just like, <laughs> I need to be out of here. Um, and it worked. I love that show so much. If anyone hasn't seen it, go watch it. It's set in Seattle, which is perfect. Um, it's enemies to lovers. It's like kind of, I don't know. It just... It's just funny, and it's good, and there's a great cast of characters, and, oh, I could watch it every day. Never get tired. Is that yeah. the one where she, like, starts reading out a poem and, like, Yes, that part's cringe. Okay, just, when you think of that film, don't think of that part. I don't think <laughs> of that part. Whatever I think, I just think of that part. I always, like, go on my phone during that part. It's just too cringe for me. It yeah. is really cringy, like, and actually, <laughs> one of our friends recited it on camera for his oh. um, Instagram one time. So. But that's a story for another day. That's another um, story. But moving on, my second film that I think is possibly the greatest film known to man, which is actually more widely respected, is Little Women by Greta Gerwig. And that film, oh, where to start, where to start. I'm actually going to see the play this evening, put on by our school. Um, But I think, once again, this is another thing where this year, like a few weeks ago, I was like, I'm just so tired of school. So I went home and I watched Little Women and had a cupcake and instantly I was revived. Um, because I think just the actors do such an incredible job and the lighting and like the mise en scene just makes it so like cozy and you know, like the Joe and Lori discourse is just so good. And like the feminist spin on it where, um, Horsha Ronan is like acting out the whole thing where Joe's like, women are told like the only thing that they're useful for is to be loved 
and I want to go against that and I want to be smart and I want to be appreciated for these other things. But at the end of the day, I just want to be loved too because I want to be like everyone else. And I was like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> so if anyone needs like a, like you need a way to like wash your brain, go watch that film. Just so good. The writing, the acting, the imagery, just oh. Uh, Don't get I'm, her I'm getting lost in my own world right now, closing my eyes, envisioning the um, your eyes envisioning are actually the twitching March right house. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my mom's favorite book is Little Women. Okay, so and I always see on TikTok like quotes from it. Like there was one. It's like just because like my dream's different from yeah, yours doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it's not less important. important. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I was like, yes, like Joe, we gotta have it all, Joe. So Joe, feminist. I've loved you since I've known you. Yeah, one of my friends can do that whole monologue, the whole Lori monologue. So, yeah, I don't know. Just go watch it. It'll, it'll make you feel better about everything. <laughs> and that's that. Dang. Now, next topic. I don't know. Have we done songs yet? No, we have not. Mm. Okay, so number one song that I think about and just, urgh, like, urgh, I was reignited with this mm-hmm. yesterday at the gym. Ceilings by Lizzie McAlpine. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know who she is, but this song was trending on TikTok and um, like a long time ago. And people were like running in the snow with their like prom dresses on. It was this like whole super fun, cool trend. But that song just digs through me like and like grabs my heart. Do you know wow. what I mean? Like it has this effect that I can't explain. No, I get it. I understand. It's like. It's like a buildup. Like, it feels like I'm running through freezing cold rain in the winter that's snowing at night in a prom dress. That's wow. what that song feels like. And it's just like, like, I when I die, you know? And it's like, wow. it's like painful that I can't sing it because I can't sing, period. But I like to pretend sometimes. Like, if you crank it up high enough, you can't hear yourself sing. And it's like, ooh, I sound like that, you know? So that song is just... Uh, heart-wrenching, gorgeous, beautiful, fills me with this, like, intense emotion. And I'm sure everybody's heard it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll, it's like, it's like, imagine this. But it's over, <laughs> and you're driving me home. Oh, okay, Dude, yeah, 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 about... yeah, yeah. I okay, know yeah. Okay. It just, it's like something I've never heard before, and it's just, ah, so good. And, 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 on songs that just make me feel something I can't explain. <sighs> Where'd all the time go? Oh, oh that one. Ah! That one I can. Oh my god, that's so good. But it's like a song I can't casually listen yeah, to. Me neither. It's one of those songs that you just have to really immerse yourself. It is it's like simultaneously so depressing, but it's like bittersweet. Happy. Oh, it's, it's like, like oh happy memories. Okay, it just like that song. Ugh. Like if it comes on, I immediate skip i will probably skip or cry if yeah the thing is if i'm in a mood where i'm like i need to listen to this right (laughs) now know that i will be bawling yeah no it's that song dr dog shout out you you know what you're doing dr dog freaking hooked yeah Yeah. and for this organization i'm in we have to make dear mom videos oh okay yeah yeah. you know i I know what you're that's gonna be my background song for my video oh my god the tears it's just we'll be streaming it I can't not cry when I listen to it. It's like it's it like playing in my me. head right now. And yeah, like, yeah, it's just like it brings me back to like the end of last yeah. year. School's getting out. It's sunny outside, and just so many things happen in this period of time. 
that oh I just gosh. like it just it's a period piece it's making honestly. my stomach churn honestly it's literally it's making me making like it's sting. making my eyes swell yeah, no, a little bit it's just if you haven't listened to it listen with caution <laughs> yeah, yeah. proceed with caution proceed with caution but especially just because we all have such intense memories like connected with this mm-hmm. yeah it's just especially. like where did all the time go you know and it's just that it's question starting to fly ah! see how the hands go waving goodbye no stop oh. stop stop Make I it stop, please. It. <laughs> it's uh, like, it's like, uh, it's so intense emotion. Like, you know, just, oh my music gosh. that makes you feel like that is like the best and the worst thing. Cause it's like, I've just, I want to cry every time I listen to it, but it's such a good song. Right. And it's just like, man, period piece. Yeah. And you know what? You kind of look like him. <laughs> you look like Dr. Dog, Sophie. <laughs> Wait, we all look like Dr. Dog. <laughs> We're oh, all a so member funny. of Dr. Dog. Yeah. Anyway. Dr. Dog, whoever you are, you cooked on that one. And I don't forgive you for it, so. Yeah. I guess on that song trend, okay. I suppose, this will be going back to my classical roots. Mm-hmm. Um, Piano Concerto Number no. 2 by Rachmaninoff is actually the most, like, Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> no, like, I swear, like, sometimes when I just need to, like, ugh, when I'm sad, like, I'll listen to it. When I'm happy, I'll listen to it. Actually, not, when, not when I'm happy. Oh. But, like, I don't know. It's just such a great piece of, you know, like, I don't know how to put this into words. Oh, the background behind it is the, the Rachmaninoff, he composed this, like, his symphony first symphony and it was disastrous and he like took a five-year break off of composing because it was so bad and he was like in this depression and whatever and then he comes out with this banger concerto of course he did and like it is actually like him overcoming like all of his like struggles with composing and i think it's just such an emotional piece wow so i'll have to take a listen listen sing in it Will you send in the group chat, please? I will. I will. Piano concerto number two. How did you learn about the lore behind that? It's Music just like kind of like mm, it's just a pretty thing. well known. Like this okay. is such a famous piece. Like people have done like so many albums. I love. Well, now this. I know. Yes. Okay. Send me your favorite. Repeat rendition. that for me. Mm. Piano concerto number two by Rachmaninoff. Oh, no, of course. my Rachmaninoff. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I actually have many songs where I'm like, this is a incredible incredibly constructed piece um but one i'll just highlight right now that i is another one that's similar to um where the time goes i know the end by phoebe bridgers and that song is i think it's just so perfectly constructed in that it just i don't know it just follows my feelings as a teenage girl so well um and that it's like it starts off you know kind of slow very like classic phoebe bridgers sound where it's kind of like all the songs sound the same um, and then it kind of picks up into this new, into, like, more of an upbeat part. And then it gets to this part where it's just, like, instrumentals only. And at the end, she's just literally screaming. Oh. And I think it, you just have to listen to it to mm. understand. Because I think it just encapsulates the feelings of being, like, kind of right now, how it's, like, you know, we're teenagers. Teenage girls, specifically, who are, like, about to grow up, like, I, yeah, I know the end is near. Like, the whole song is about, like, yeah, like... Yeah, I don't. I, I just can't Not explain death, it. Right? Or I mean, it can kind of mean whatever you want it to, but I just think that song is just so perfectly constructed for the teenage girl mind. Um, and once again, I think that's like 
Oh, well, I'm trying to remember who. Oh, um, perfectly constructed for the teenage girl mind, which is a thing that Sofia Coppola, actually connecting back to film, she famously said, like, I looked at the films they're making for teenage girls and they were all really bad. And why can't we take treat that audience with respect? So as much as I'm like, oh, yeah, this like in the way that I'm saying, oh, this is very teenage girl like feeling it's not in the way of like oh like dis- like i don't know like very like high school musical disney channel whatever mm. it's teenage girl in the sofia coppola way where it's like you're maturing and you're we're forced to mature really young but you're age like ugh, i don't know i can't describe it but go listen to that song i and that song is especially important to me because it's i listened to that a lot when my best friend sofia chu was about to leave for college and i was very oh what a song what a song um, so that's a good one. <laughs> uh, word. What a, what a time. Stop! No, I can't listen to this Turn now. it off! I'm actually going to start crying. Sophie just started playing Word All the Time Go by Dr. Dog. So that's where we're going to have to wrap. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say Word All the Time Go. We've been talking for 50 minutes, which is kind really? of crazy. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot to love. <laughs> and okay. we definitely could have gone... Even oh, more. we could do like a five-hour episode. Yeah, part we two. Um, but I think the last thing we want to say that we all love mm-hmm. very much this Valentine's Day is you, dear listener. Um, we recently got <laughs> yes, to you. yes, you, yes, you, yes, you. Um, we recently got to thirty-one thousand downloads. So it's just crazy to see how our numbers are going. Like, I was looking at the numbers and I was telling Sophie, like, our numbers for the first week of February are more than our numbers for December, as in like a few months ago. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm very proud of the work we've done here as Rise and Shine and as our friends. Um, and I'm really grateful that we have this platform that we can talk on and that people are really interested in what we have to say. So, the final thing we I love on this episode for Valentine's Day is the listeners. You. Yes, you. <laughs> you, yes, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So, on that note, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.